it's your boy D. I'm sorry. What's up, what's up, y'all? This is Homeroom with Smooth, episode 194, and I got with me Sia Cunnings. How are hey. you doing? I'm doing well. That's good. That's good. Now, I, I ain't seen you, ain't heard from you since. Uh... Let's talk about it because I graduated in December of 2012. Okay. And so when did you graduate? Because I know I, I hadn't talked to anybody after I left graduation or after I graduated and left campus. So. Oh, you, you graduated in December of 2012? I did. Damn. Uh-uh. Don't. No. No. That's no. You got in and up. No. You got in and out of there. <laughs> yeah. No, you got in, in you and out. out. But I also there. did, in high school, I took uh, college courses in high school. Like, what I forgot what it was called, but concurrent courses so I could um, be done faster. I, I, you know, I'm not surprised to you. I'm not. <laughs> no one, you, I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so no, I, I didn't I didn't graduate. I didn't finish. I didn't finish. I, I went and joined the military. So what was your last semester? My last semester, so I, I came back. I tried it again in 2014. Yeah, I went to work. <laughs> I, I, I I I that was fall yeah, fall of 2014 was my last semester. I was like I'm Weren't good. you in the business uh program too? And yeah, I was. I was. I was but I I I started. I was on a good track. I was I I was gonna because I got a letter from the dude. He wanted me to go into economics and stuff. Like the he dude. wrote me a letter over the Who summer and the was dude? like, "Huh? Who is the dude?" I I forget what the professor's name, but he you, you know him because he he looked he be he was acting like Robert Downey Jr. all the time. <laughs> he taught he taught macro. He taught oh. macro, and then um, I forget his name, but he was a yeah. I don't teacher. know. Yeah, he kind of favored he kind of favored Robert Downey Jr. a little bit, and then he acted like him. Like, Dang, I'm gonna have to think about that. Yeah, I'm gonna have like to he literally acted. He had that Iron Man persona. Like, oh man, like the Tony I think Parker. I know who you're talking about, but I I cannot remember his name at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was a good teacher. He was a good teacher because he um like so uh funny story. So I'm in his class, right? I'm the one person in the class that just like, I just didn't care. I was, I wasn't present, but like, <laughs> I didn't care. But every test came out who highest grade me, highest grade me. I, like I was not trying, like I'm just in there. Like he would ask a question. People would kind of just be like, no answer. I'm like, look, the answer's da 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 da. And then he was like, well, blah, 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 blah. And I finished the statement. Like I, I was that like kid in that class so basically you were not being challenged enough oh no no there was there was no there was no level of challenge for me in that course at all until the until the day that uh it was the last test or whatever right and um i i needed to score a what was it it was something what was it it was a 90 it was i needed a 93 i got a 91 and I and it's and if I wouldn't have done that, I wouldn't uh, wouldn't have to take the final. Now the ironic part is, the final I could have got a fifty on and still got an A. So did you take the final and make a fifty? 
No, of course not. I, I did it. I did it and got a freaking 97 because I'm like, if you're going to make me come in here, I'm going to do it. So I did it in 20 minutes and handed it to him and left. And everybody in the in the room was like, bro, like you really finna make dude take this? Like, like he don't need this. He don't need this class. And he, he wrote me a letter like at home and my mom gave it to see like, it's, my mom read it before I did. Like, of course she did. Like, she like, she's like, boy, read this letter from your professor. I said, oh, this is sweet. He's like, he's like really convincing me to go into the program. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. And then I joined the military like that summer. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I That's want money. Funny. Well, yeah, I had to talk to you since I graduated then. Because <laughs> uh, let me think. Actually, it might have been before that because when I graduated, I wasn't living in the dorms anymore. I was living in, um, what's the apartment name that everybody was staying in? Uh, the Grove. The Grove, yeah. yeah. I know I know you was living over there because I seen you over there. Okay, so maybe we did talk after I left the, uh, the dorms. Okay, all right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I was that's why, that's why I was a little confused when you said you had graduated. Because I was like, no, I, like, I know I still seen you though. So you still rocked out with them till your lease was over and then you left. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. What something happened. Something Well, the way the Grove did it, they did it. Um, I did a six month lease or something like that. It was yes. I remember it being like a whole problem. Something, but yeah. Then I moved to Monmel and I stayed in that apartment for a while. Then mm-hmm. I moved into a duplex, and then I bought me a house in 2017. Okay, okay. Yes. Yeah. So, like 2015, people stopped seeing me because I, I went. I moved to California at that point. Oh, California is really expensive. I don't know how you're doing it, but well, I already said you was rich, so <laughs> I'm not rich. You got. If you live in California, um, you no, got to be. <laughs> no, no, it's just it, in California you make more money, and then you spend more money. <laughs> like, it still it. ain't enough. I don't care what you say because no, you rich. It's okay. Some days, some days I feel rich. Some days I feel rich. <laughs> like when the check hit my account, I'm like, yeah. And then when I go pay them bills. I'm like, okay, well. But you can afford it. That's rich, rich, no. rich. No, it's not, it's not, I used to be rich too, till I got married and had kids. Wait, what? <laughs> you you added, you added, you added to it. Like how that take away? How did? Is, is the taxes like that? They hidden like that? Can we talk about it? Because they need everything, and it's mostly me. I'm the problem. What is that? It's a Taylor Swift song. Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's me. Because uh, I just feel like my girls need like the best of the best. So I get them I'm like, okay, surprised. yes, they need clothes. Sure. But I want to get them like custom made clothes, like a shirt mm-hmm. that's custom made that only probably about two other people on this planet have it. The shirt costs $50 to make. The pants fifty dollars, then they gotta have a matching hair bow, and now I got two girls, you know, so mm-hmm. it's double that. So, yeah, it's me. I'm a problem because mm. I don't like Walmart clothes. Don't get me wrong, I purchase Walmart clothes; they don't last. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I want to invest in good quality clothes. So, 
This is a Target hoodie. Don't this get me wrong. I shop at Target this my for my girls. Hoodie. That's their play clothes, but... <laughs> and I'm rich. I'm rich. I'm rich. I'm rich. You have to remember. You have to remember. Now, before I had my kids and my... Well, before I got married and had my kids, um... Which, let me backtrack, I did not have, I was not married before I had my first daughter, but, you know, whatever. Anyway, before all of that, I had a dog, right? She's passed mm-hmm. now, but um, I used to dress my dog up and all the fancy things. She also had custom clothes as well. You you would post it. You posted yes, it sometimes. That's what I'm saying. So, I, 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 I seen the dog. So just imagine how I was with my dog. Now imagine human children. The same thing. They all had custom clothes. <laughs> why, why you say human children? Like, like there's another option? Like, <laughs> I mean, my dog, she was my baby. So she was my, my, my fur baby. Now mm-hmm. I got my human babies. So, okay. which we still, I still have a fur baby, but he's a German shepherd. So he don't get the custom clothes because he too big and he messy. He all boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll mess around, bite his clothes off. One time, I put an outfit on him, and he actually wore it. That's still for a picture, but as soon as that picture was out, he came up out of that. I was like, okay, I'm not buying you any more clothes. So he get left out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he like, I got fur for a reason. Yeah, uh, don't tell me about it. Having a German Shepherd is completely different than like having the um, Bella. She was a Maltese and a Poodle mm-hmm. mix. She didn't shed. This German Shepherd, oh, he sheds a mm-hmm. lot. It's something I was not used to, so that was an adjustment. I mean, it's fine now, but yeah. Yeah, that's why when I got mine, I got mine because he was mixed a little bit with Rottweiler. So what you have a German Shepherd? Mm-hmm. But it was, oh. it was mixed. He was mixed with um, uh, what you call it? Uh, what am like Rottweiler? So okay. he didn't shed as much. Man, they like, shit. Like it was, it was like few and far between. Like I love that dog. That was my, that was my guy. So like, where is this dog? Where's the dog at? Oh shoot, I don't know. He's probably dead. Like that, was, I had him when I was a kid. Oh my goodness, I'm thinking you talking about a dog that you don't brought to California with you. No, no, no. I've been moving around solo, dolo. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that with it. I mean, I guess you could, but it would just kind of be a lot. To have, you know, if you're moving around, then you have this dog, and it's really a lot. I mean, they're good to have around, but it can come with a lot of uh, expenses and heartache, too. That's why I say she was another baby, because I had to pay for babysitters and get her teeth done and vet bills and clothes, all that stuff. But yeah, mm-hmm. human babies, fur babies. You got to distinguish between the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm so, good, <laughs> um, since we own this, you just said you was good. So, when is Mr. Smooth <laughs> oh, gonna have him some human babies? It says somebody on your radar because, I mean, now let me backtrack. You don't have to do it if you don't want to do it. I ain't trying to pressure you into doing it, but I'm trying to figure <laughs> out if this is something that you want to do. <laughs> no, so, 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 is it something I want to do? Yeah, it's something I want to do absolutely. Um, but right now, right now, right now, I'm just focused on like 
me and like building me up and like building the things I want up. So I have everything that I want already. And I'm not like neglect. I don't have to neglect them. Like that's, that's how I feel. I don't want to have to neglect them. I want to have this, this process down to where I can, I can then like add them to it and it not be um, detrimental. Like I'm taking away from them or taking away from this. I'm going to just tell you, there is never going to be the perfect time. Yeah, I I, I get that, but the time definitely ain't now. (laughs) How old are you? I'm 31. Okay. So, what you think you're 50? And y'all gonna adopt some kids or something? No, it's not, it's not even, it's not about me being, it's not about, about me being like, like, a certain age like I, I'm not even I'm not even looking at my age like I'm just looking at like quality of life overall I get it like Go quality ahead. of life overall and plus I mean I'm in California like this is this ain't cheap this ain't cheap I already said you rich you got it and then no no and then here's the thing though like I like traveling and moving around and doing all this stuff you can take your family with you no I can't not not all yeah, the time you can Mm-mm, not all the time, and then I have to go. My number of trips would have to go down. No, like all it, of that. If there's huh? something that you're already doing, oh, and then you, you know, marry someone, and then y'all have kids. If that is your life, you just make them a part of that. That is something that I kind of missed out on because my kids were born during COVID. I was a traveler pre kids, pre marriage. Mm. COVID put a stop to all this, so now I'm like. Now I'm in a predicament like, dang, I'm supposed to travel with my kids. Ooh, that don't really sound as fun. But if I had, if COVID hadn't stopped us, it would have just been like, well, I was already going, bring them with me. It ain't gonna stop nothing. I mean, okay. I mean, you right, but I, I just right, right now, right now, right now, right now. So there's nobody on your radar. Right now, no, nah, I'm. I'm well, Like to to make that happen, like wh- what do you mean by on my radar? Like, like is there someone that you're interested in that you you know you kind of feeling you want to maybe take her? Oh, out? okay, okay. If you're just asking like that, yes, yes, yes. Dating wise, like I'm not saying you need to find somebody and go marry her tomorrow, but dating wise, <laughs> just kind of get the feel of what it's like. Because let me tell you right now, mm-hmm. I don't want to be in the dating pool, and I'm thankful that I'm not right now. But because I heard there's piss in it, but you know. Oh, there's more than there's more than piss in it, but like it's it's pretty bad. Like it, <laughs> it's it's over it's overall just bad because everyone, from my observations, it seems everyone wants the end goal without the process of getting up to it. People just think, boom, you wake up, yo, you're my man. Here's this bill, pay it. Yo, you're my woman. <laughs> You're, yo, you're my girl. Like, yo, co- hey, cook this, clean that. Like, like that's that's how people are acting. That's how people are acting nowadays. Like, they're they're literally like expecting people to come in their lives and just perform a role. Let me like, tell you. And nobody, nobody's like built like that. No, social media has us so tainted because, like you said, everybody wants what someone else has. And what I try to tell people all the time on social media. People just put what they want you to see. 
I said, and another thing about that is mm -hmm. the things that they want you to see, you don't know what they had to do to get to that. Like, you have mm -hmm. to think about it. It's like, okay, they look real nice. They got this big old house and, you know, they got these pretty babies and all these kind of things, but you don't know how many miscarriages and um, all these different things that this mom had to go through to get there. You don't know how many, you know, uh, loans they had to take out or whatever the case may be to get this big house. I'm like, mm -hmm. you probably wouldn't, have, wouldn't be able to go through the things that they went through to get what they have. So we have to stop comparing our lives you just focus on you and what mm -hmm. you got going on and keep pushing that's why i have to tell people even though it's really hard because even for myself i have um a mm -hmm. social media crush on this particular person i'm not gonna say her name but i know a lot of people do and i just get so infatuated with her life like sometimes i have to like block her because i just be like <laughs> not like that <laughs> i'm being honest this is me being honest and being vulnerable because yeah, I'm in my life and I'm like, I just don't understand why I don't have X, Y, Z. But then at some point she opened up about all her struggles and I was like, ooh, okay, I'm going to chill out because you did have to go through a lot to get to where you are. You fully deserve mm -hmm. it. And I'm not saying, I never am saying that she didn't deserve it, but I feel like I deserve it too. And I'm like, when is it, when is my day going to come? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm working hard. Yeah. I'm like, Ooh, okay, I can't do this no more. I'm not ready to give up, but you know, it's mm -hmm. it's a it's a what's the mark? What do they say? It's a how does this this phrase go? It's a race, not a you know what I'm talking about. It's, uh, a, it's a marathon, not a race. Yeah, is that the right way, or is it a race, not a marathon? No, it's a, it's a marathon, not a race. Cause okay, you know what time. I'm saying. Yeah, it, it takes yeah. it takes time to get there. Yeah. Yes. So. That's yeah, one thing that I am learning. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, that's that's honestly, honestly, that's that's what I've learned through doing this. Like, it just it just takes time. Like, and you just have to just get up and you have to just do it every day. Like, you know, and there's gonna be a lot of days where you don't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? But you're gonna have to you're gonna have to take that whole thirty percent of energy you got and give your whole thirty percent that day to get it done. And that's and that's okay with having 30% and then it is saving that other 70. Like and that's okay. why it's good to have, in my opinion, a good partner, the right partner for you. Because some days you only have 30%. But hopefully your partner, your spouse, whatever, they can meet you with the other 70%. You know, that's kind of how I feel partnerships should work. And, you know, I'm married and, you know, it don't always work like that. And that's when communication comes into play. And I'm like, you know, yesterday I was really, really low and you didn't really meet me where I was at. And we'll talk about it and, you know, then we'll move, we'll do better going forward. But that's the whole thing with partnerships uh, and mm -hmm. relationships, period. Just communicate those things to people. But yeah, that someday uh, it's, it's been a lot. Where a lot of days lately where all I got is 30%. <laughs> and I'll take mm -hmm. my husband, I'll be like, look, the girl's good. They ate, they fed. But let me tell you, them dishes ain't clean. Sorry, I ain't fixed you something to eat. That living room looking a hot mess. You know, I did not have it in me to do that today. But he knows it's not me normally. You know, normally I'll make sure I'll do all the things. But mm -hmm. he'll come and say, oh, I got it. Don't even worry about it. 
And that's what having yeah. the right spouse does for you. So this is to me to say it to you. Mm-hmm. If you get you a good spouse, you ain't got to worry about <laughs> the other percent because she going to come through. Okay. Hopefully, okay. if it's the right one for you. Noted, 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 noted. Yeah, and that's I think I think that's I think that's more of it because like for me, for me personally, like I can't like I I dealing I'm I'm okay with cheering people up, right? Mm-hmm. And and being the positive like cheerleader person, like, yo, we gonna da 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 we gonna do this, we gonna we gonna charge that here, whatever. But I can't be that every day. You know what I'm saying? And if someone's that negative, like I, I immediately just pull away. Like I just pull away immediately. Like I can't, I can't deal, I can't deal with that. Like consistently negative. Like I'm, I'll ask you like, yo, what's going on? Like blah, 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 blah. Like only got so many times where I can like, and if you still <laughs> negative, like I'm like, all right, well, you don't have to be negative over here. Cause uh I'm this is my bad day right now. Like this is my negative day and I'm not finna spiral. You know what I'm saying? Because like, of you. Yeah. And see, in a good partnership though, that's again, that's when communication comes into play. And I keep bringing that up because I mean, even though we've been married, we've been together 5 years, married what year are we in? Married 2 years, 2 and a half. Um, I mean, we are still very much learning. But that's a good thing because mm-hmm. I don't want it to be perfect. Because I'm sure you heard this saying before, you know, I married somebody else two years ago. He's growing daily. And the same with me. We're not the same people. So every day should be a learning experience. You need to learn how to adapt to who I am today, you know, because I am two years ago, man, I'm somebody completely different. I wouldn't say completely different, but I am a new person, a better version of myself. I don't know if you'd be following my Facebook post, but let me tell you. I do strive every day to be, uh, I say, a non-toxic person because people do irritate my soul so bad. Um, but I'm working on that. You know, I'm working. <laughs> I'm trying to be positive. <laughs> no, this just reminded me, yo, yo. I remember it. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't the first time I met you. Oh but it was God. like one of the other like three or four times. Yo, you was going the fuck off on somebody like i was like oh my god i'm like what did they do i'm tapping i'm like bro what he's like bro just just stay over there like he's like i'm like are we playing dominoes in space and I, nah bro it don't look like it we i'm just gonna take it to the room like, i sure yeah. they deserved it <laughs> oh they probably did <laughs> <laughs> everybody just said yeah we just gonna go to the room tonight <laughs> Like that was that was the end of it. Like you ended the night. Like <laughs> I'm, see I'm, these days now, I try not to be so quick to pop off. I internalize everything, and I'll just come home and tell my husband, like, "Ooh, they just don't know." I'm saving them from me, but <laughs> I there are some days that I really just I be telling my husband, "I'm about to be toxic." I am. He'll be like, what are you mm-hmm. talking about? Then I'll tell him. He'll be like, hey, just leave that alone. Because he is like, you know, I'm fire. And he's so calm and collected. And he just be so just the same all the time. And I'll be like, okay, see, this only makes sense. I'm going crazy and he just being calm. So that's kind of what helps me because he really don't be. Like, if he reacts, something really got to be wrong, okay? 
So yeah. that's being with him, having him as my person, that has really helped me a lot. But about a couple days ago, I was mm. about ready to throw all this shit out the window. Fuck you and you and you. <laughs> but I have girls now. Like I said, mm. two years ago, let's see, my oldest daughter, she's three. Um, two years ago, she was only like a year and a half. So I had to kind of realize, I'm like, okay, she is looking up to me. I have to be better. Like, I just don't want her. I mean, obviously I'm great. You know, obviously I am, but I want her to be so much better than me. Mm -hmm. I have to do better. I got to do better. And so that's when I really, 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 really started doing the work because at one, yes, she was still learning things and all that jazz, but Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, she's getting older. She's going to start remembering things. I need her to remember and know a different mom. You get what I'm saying? And so that's Mm -hmm. when I just really went, really went really, really hard on just being a better person and especially being a better mom. And then (laughs) a couple months later, I found out I was pregnant. I was like, goodness, the Lord must be a bomb ass mom out here. Oh, I'm killing it. He said, oh, yeah, I'm going to help you transition into being calm, all right. <laughs> and then he gave me two girls. Like, what is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Okay. So, mm, all right. So, wait. Okay. So, I'm, I'm going to pivot just a little bit. I'm pivot just a little bit, and we'll come back. Okay. So, career-wise, right, for you, okay, so you left UCA, right? Yep. All right. And then you started working at a firm, mm-hmm. um, correct? I don't remember what the name of the firm was, but I do know you were working at a firm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I probably shouldn't say the name of the firm. I just, they're still good people. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah. Worked at the firm. So, okay. Graduated December um, mm-hmm. 2012. And I I had already had my job in November. So I knew when I graduated, I was going to have a job. Yeah. Um. It's actually a funny story, but I'll come back to that. Okay. Um, started working at my job January 4th, 2013. And mm-hmm. I worked there officially from January 4th, 2013 until about December 28th, I think, of 2021. Uh, yes. And the way that happened, it was so crazy. Uh, they knew I was pregnant and I had decided that actually I hadn't decided anything, but I couldn't decide on if I wanted to come back to work or if I was going to take my um, accounting business seriously, because, you know, I was doing taxes on the side, but everybody just kept pushing me to, you need to do my taxes. You need to do this. I want you to be my accountant. And I'm just like, y'all, I don't know if I want all that. So everybody just kept pushing me. So now I had this idea in my head. Now I'm pregnant with my second child. And I'm like, okay, this just really seems impossible to continue to come into this job with two babies, depending on me at nighttime. Because at nighttime, mm-hmm. that's when I need you the most when you're supposed to be asleep. They want to wake mm-hmm. up all night long. Okay. And I was like, I'm not going to want to wake up and come into this building. So I talked to my bosses and I kind of expressed to them what my thoughts were. I told them, I said, I have no idea what my plan is. but This is what it is. I was like, I can either take six weeks and come back at this date or I can come back after tax season. And they were basically like, well, if you wait to come back after April, there won't be a spot for you. 
I was like, oh, because I had, after I had my first, mm-hmm. my oldest daughter, I needed more time. I needed more time off. And I did not want to be rushed back into work. Mm-hmm. So anyway, December 28th, I think it was December 28th. Can't remember exactly, but it was like the last Friday of the year. <laughs> I had, <laughs> I brought in a box. Mm-hmm. I packed up my office. And I was like, today's my last day. And they were like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I said, do y'all want a two-week notice? They were like, no, I guess not, since you don't really know, you know, when you're going to have the baby. I was like, okay, well, today's my last day. (laughs) Bye. And that was the end of that. After after I had my daughter on January 1st, on January 4th, I had my baby. And I sent them an email just confirming that I would not be coming back. <laughs> you cool. And you feel different. I do not recommend that, but um, I had good history with them. But I kind of knew that my time was up. I was getting like complete, besides just being pregnant and becoming a mom of two, I was just being completely burned out just with the whole thing just being an accountant and all that stuff anyway. And I was even thinking about doing a career change. I said, I'm just completely burned out. I don't want to do this anymore. So it was like a lot of factors, but I actually was preparing myself to be remote. They did not want to give me an option to work remotely. I told them, I said, if y'all make it so I can work remote, I will stay, but I'm not coming into this office. I'm just not doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I could start work sooner if I have a remote option because I can hold my baby and work. But I'm not bringing a mm-hmm. old to work. I'm not doing that. So mm-hmm. I bought me a computer. And I actually also, in the meantime, too, once I officially found out I was pregnant, because at first I was in denial, I started doing um, job interviews. <laughs> in denial? Like, <laughs> I was very much in denial. I like in bigger. <laughs> you're, you're it really wasn't. It wasn't, but other people were noticing things. And I was just like oblivious to everything until my husband said something. He was like, are you hiding your pregnancy from me? I was like, what are you talking about? Still oblivious. And then a lot of people was like, you pregnant? You glowing? I was like, Mm-mm, not pregnant. Boom, pregnant. Mm-mm-mm. Was not preparing for that. But, you know, I love her so much. She's so sad. <laughs> She's definitely me for sure. Out of the two, she's the most like me. But anyway, um, I got me a computer because I was prepared to be working from home. I wanted to be a remote um, employee. Then I just couldn't find a job. I got every job that I interviewed for, I got um, offers from every single last one of them. But I turned them all down just because I just didn't want to do that. I was tired of working for people. I wanted to work on my own terms. Mm. Um, So that's what I did. I started my own business. It's a lot of other, it ain't as simple as that, but that's what I did. So that's what I've been doing. So it's officially a year now that I've been in business. So yay me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it ain't been easy. A lot of people think that, boom, you know, start a, started an entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and it's easy. No, this is the brokest I have been in my life. My adult life. Do you hear me? Because it's not, excuse me, it's not a continuous paycheck. You know, if I don't do no work, I don't get paid. But I tell my husband, I tell people all the time, I prefer this kind of stress versus going into a job kind of stress, if that makes sense. Because if I was at Mm -hmm. a job going into um, an office every day, my kids have been so sick this uh, season. 
and everybody mm-hmm. kids have. And I don't remember my oldest daughter being this sick, but my youngest, she just keep getting sick. Fever, fever. You can't send any sick kids to school if they have a fever. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I would have been out of PTO, out of comp time, out of sick time, stressing because I got to pay this time back. I don't have to worry about that. I mean, the days that she home, I don't get to work, so I don't get paid. But when she gone at daycare, I can work, 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 you know, build all these clients and make some money. So, you mm-hmm. know, it's a it's pros and cons to everything, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no. But it sounds like you made the best decision for you, you know? Yes, and that is what was most important because, like I said, I literally made the decision at the very last minute. <laughs> mm. It was what was going to work for me and my family, which now that my husband has been promoted is working even better now because Mm -hmm. if I was still going into the office, I would never see him. Never. Because I guess, I guess I better say it because uh, most people don't know my husband, but anyway, my husband, he got promoted to Sergeant and now his, his schedule is alternate of mine. Um, so if we were, I, I say mine, but that was if I was working like in a um, normal nine to five setting, mm-hmm. uh, it would be opposite. But now, I mean, and plus I work from home, so I can see him in passing when he's coming home or whatever. So I was going to put his shift out there, but I probably should not do that. It would not be. Don't, 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 don't. Smart. But anyway, yeah. So, yeah. So since he's, since he got a promotion now, um, I'm having to spend more of my time with the girls. Um so, which is not a bad thing, but if I was working like a normal nine to five job, I would be missing more time with them and being mm-hmm. stressed out about him not being here. Like, it's just like a whole bunch of things. But anyway, again, I prefer distress. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good though. Like that, that, like this, that, that, that. Um, having the uh, what word do I want to use? The the uh, the gall to like, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the to just uh, do it. Yeah, to just do it. You know that that is what a lot of people lack. You know what I'm saying? To just like to just cut and run, cut and go. Whew. Like, cause cause the cutting part, that's where people stop at. They're like, huh, huh, I don't know, I don't know. And, and the then they don't, they don't. But once you do it. You feel so much freedom, and that's the thing too. But so let me back up a little bit. So yes, you do get a lot of freedom, but you also need to learn discipline because yes, I'm home all day. I do have things to do, but sometimes I be like, "Ooh, my bed calling my name. I don't want to do anything today." But then I have to think in my head: if I don't work, I don't get paid. So let me get mm-hmm. on up and handle some business. And also, too, you know, doing this <clears throat> for anybody who's thinking about it. I mean, just think about all the things that you usually have to like push on the weekends like you gotta do all your errands on the weekends all the chores all the laundry all of that on the weekend which is like not a weekend (laughs) Mm -hmm. and if you have like older kids you gotta do all of their activities it's just ugh. you still want to spend time with your friends still want to hang out with your family it's like it's only 48 hours in the weekend right but you know you work from home or whatever however you're entrepreneurship business looks for you. I work from home, so I have the time. I can go step away real quick, throw a load of dishes in the dishwasher, throw a load of clothes in the washing machine. Hey, I need to take my lunch break. I can go run to Walmart or something real quick, do my 
groceries, you know, so I can incorporate all of my errands and stuff in my work week. And I can spread it out over the whole week instead of trying to just throw it into Saturday because nobody does mm-hmm. anything on Sundays. <laughs> mm. That's true. And that goes back to having a good partner too. I know I'm going to keep bringing it back. I mean, no, but I mean, we had to go back there anyway. We had to go back there anyway. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that does go back to having a good partner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about me, man. I don't know about me. I don't know about me. I, I've I've gotten I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I I sometimes I say like I'm I'm sometimes the wrong type of self sufficient. Like <laughs> what? Like no, like no, like I I'm really like yo, like I can get this done. Like, and the fact that I have to like then ask somebody, like I don't like asking permission to do anything I That's like it right there That's I like it. I like just going like mm-hmm. okay I want to go do this boom I'm gone mm-hmm. like I don't like having to ask mm-hmm. I don't like having to like report in like none of that I like yeah that was it boom. for me too yeah I'm, I'm moving yeah so that was a, one of the things I did too I had created a note in my phone and I listed the pros and the cons of staying or leaving at my job and all of the, I had two different ones. So all the ones, um, when I said reason to leave, all of the pros to leave, the list was way longer than reasons why I should not leave. Does that make sense? So mm-hmm. one of the biggest things was I get so sick and tired of having to tell these people that I'm not going to be here. Mm-hmm. It ain't that business. And then when I come back, they want to know, well, what did you do? Where did you go? It ain't none of y'all business. It's my PTO. Then if I use some PTO, if I use all of it now, I got to pay it back if I, you know, take more time than I was allotted. Like, why I only get three weeks? No, mm-hmm. I need more time than that. And then it's all, you can only travel. You can't travel during busy season. But what if I want to? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was just too. And, and, and then I also was the only black person in my office. So a lot of times I think they did things to kind of get a reaction out of me. They never got one. Cause I would just look at them. They'll ask me like, I don't know, trying to think of a case, like when the George Floyd incident happened. So what does your husband think about this? What do you think about this? I don't know. I ain't, I ain't talked to him a bit. We don't talk about this stuff. <laughs> no, I'm I'm gonna wait to talk about this. <laughs> But they I just know they had to be looking puzzled. <laughs> like, what you mean y'all well, don't talk about it? They they knew I was making up stuff, but I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing this with you. They tried, they did give me one time, kind of a little bit, but I had to reel it back. Because one thing is, he was a um the one of the bosses. He was a, a Jewish man, and um mm. he tried to compare the Jewish struggles to the Black American struggles. Sir, mm. no, I said if me and you walking down the street. They gonna know good and darn well I am a black woman. They not gonna know you Jewish. Mm-hmm. We are not the same. <laughs> I, 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 I've, I've had that conversation too many times. I care to count, like with people <laughs> about like different, like different groups. I'm like, no, 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 no. Black is hated off of just pure existence alone. Period. Existence. <laughs> Like just me showing up is a problem. Like you don't you don't have to walk into a bar and go, ooh, I walked into the wrong one. Like right. that 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 pause, like people think it's a joke from movies. Like, no, that pause and everybody's looking at you, that's a real thing. 
you walk into the wrong bar, the wrong church, the wrong restaurant, like anything, any place, they'll just look at you and like hope you turn around. <laughs> like everybody pause, even the children pause. I'm like, bro, how y'all didn't train this? Ch- this child don't even know no better. Right, but that's that's how you know that they be teaching them kids that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's I was trying to make him understand that, and he wasn't trying to get it. He's older. He wasn't trying to get it. So I was like, okay. I see this is getting us nowhere. I said, let's agree to just leave this conversation where it's at and not bring it up again. And so he said mm-hmm. he won't bring it up again. But of course he kept trying. I was like, I'm not gonna do this with you. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, oh, there are some not. other things that he said to me that just like I said, I could tell that my time was coming to an end. And when I told him, because I mean I did tell them, you know, individually, all the partners, I was like, hey, you know. Um, this is what I'm thinking about doing. Um, so I probably won't be back. And one of them was like, you know, I'll see you back in a year. Oh, <laughs> so this is a personal challenge. Right, right. Hey, they they messed up. They they messed up. Okay. All right. I ain't gonna lie, no, this was a hard year. I didn't contemplate going back to their business because I need to work remote. That is what works for me and my family. But I did put in some application. <laughs> so I was like, this is hard. I'm ready for a steady paycheck. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's like every time I did that, I would get like a call about a new client or some different work that someone needed or wanted me to do. Now I don't accept every client because every client ain't for me. But it just lets me know that I was right where I needed to be. And the struggles that mm-hmm. I'm going through. I have to go through them because I mean it's just a part of the process. It's mm-hmm. a part of the process. Yeah. Cause I, I would I would say this. Like I, I feel like a lot of people are afraid to go through the like the character building process because like because like the, the a lot of times, like I said this on another podcast, a lot of times people end up end up failing because and like and like they'll they'll succeed rapidly and then they fail and then you just see them just fall all the way off and you're like how did they fall all the way off? They didn't build no the enough character to pick themselves back up. They didn't have any. They just went straight to the top. Went straight to the top. I mean, we say that all the time. Like, well, I I say we, but me. I'm like, oh, I wonder what it would feel like to be like a trust fund baby. Like, just basically have everything handed to me. But then I'm like, but then I wouldn't appreciate anything. So I definitely have those moments where I'm like, okay, I am right where I need to be. But it ain't all the time because some days I'll be hollering and cussing and mad like, man, I need some money. <laughs> <laughs> I need a new client. I need somebody to pay their bill or something. But uh, it is what it is. And I have said this to even my clients because it, it, it appears that um, I have. So let me back up. So when I started the business, I was trying to figure out how I wanted to put myself out there. Like, who did I want to appeal to? I wasn't sure mm-hmm. who I wanted my target audience to be. So I just kind of just started doing something. And it appears that I have attracted a lot of people who are in the same position as me, just started their own business. And mm-hmm. they're kind of just trying to start it on the right note with a good bookkeeper, with a good accountant. And so a lot of my clients are um, startup uh, small business companies, which I have grown to love. So now I'm looking for the little people, because I'm like, we're going to all make it at the end of it. At the end of it, we're going to remember this. 
and we are going to all be on the other side together. And so that's what I kind of preach to my clients because most of my people, most of my clients too, um, it's not just a work relationship with me because I'm just not that type of person. I'm going to talk. I want to get to know you. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of, uh, I have a, re- a lot of relationships that I have built with my clients as well. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you know, it's, did I, you know what, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about some, wait, did I, did I do, did I really do this? Cause I keep, I keep feeling like I did. Cause I tell myself I did this in my head. I felt like I, I sent you a message on messenger and I was like, yo, like once I get like my business going, like you're, you're going to be my accountant. I felt like I did that. I mean, I think, ain't nothing but a thing for me to look. Cause you know, my memory and all that great. If I ain't write it down, I ain't remember. But, but I, 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 but I feel like it was a super long time ago. Cause I have this weird thing with like, I'll say some mess a really long time ago, but I, I won't execute on it for a really long time. <laughs> and then when I finally execute, I'm like going. And then I, I remember that though. Like I'd be I like, look. Uh, it I mean, might take me a minute to scroll. There are a right. lot of people who say stuff like that. And I say, okay. Um, because I know I was one of those people uh, that I told somebody, I'm like, Hey, I can't do, you know, I cannot work with you right now, but I'm coming back to you. And then when I come back, they was like, I thought you wanted to come back. I'm like, I know. I said, I was coming. I just had to get some things in order first. So when people mm-hmm. say so, I just say, okay. Um, and I'll see you when I see you. I'll always hold space for you. And that's the thing. So next year, so I'm growing pretty rapidly. I have grown a lot in the past week. Um, that's good. So scary, that's good. Really scary. Um, I'm going to have to hire some help next year. I can't afford to do that right now. But um, that is one of my goals to be able to hire help. So that way, when people reach out to me, people like you who say, um, I want to use you in the future, I can put you on like an email list or something. I don't know how, mm-hmm. I mean, this is me making this up right now. Put yeah. you on like an email list for like future clients and just send you out a reminder email or something. I don't know how it would look, but yeah. I could hire somebody to do that for me. So I don't have to remember. So when you say, hey, did I say that? I'm like, oh. Let me go check my email. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I feel that. I feel that. I feel that for sure. I feel that for sure. But I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I did. I'm pretty sure I did because, like, I, I've I've been say, I've been saying that in my head for like the, a really long time, really long time. Like, why well, are we here? Like, what's no? Like, well, yes. But I have this weird thing. Like, like I like through life. Like, as I meet people, I'm like, yo, I'm like, okay, like, what what could this person like? how would this person like fit in this puzzle like if if i would like long term right so i'm like i'm like oh this person could do this i'm like cool i write that down next to that person and i keep a keep a list like like i I was like oh man like i I, i'm gonna need a lawyer like and i need and i then i ended up needing to like file something you know what i'm saying like leak for like trademark stuff like Mm -hmm. i literally went to the same that that one person i went straight back to that person i was like yo I'm like, do you do this? And they're like, yeah, actually, that's what I specialize in. I'm like, ah, I fucking knew it. Hey. <laughs> and a good thing about that is, too, even if you don't use me or whoever right now, you um, can recommend them to, some, to someone. And word of mouth is awesome. That's how I have grown like, like 200% in this past month. I'm not even joking. And so when I get big, I'm not going to say, you know, I did this by myself because I did not. It was all y'all. <laughs> that's what this is for this and is now for. I ought to put this out there so I'm like oh gosh 
all these people about to start hitting me up. Do I have the capacity for this right now? Because <laughs> I'm a one-woman show. I'm doing it all by myself. Yeah. <laughs> so is, is that email the email that you want people to hit you up on? The one yes. I hit you? The one? Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'll, put that, I'll put that in the bio. I'll put yes. that in the bio of the video. Um, yeah, so since we're going to do go ahead and do a plug, I am a full-service mm-hmm. uh, remote accountant. Um, I specialize in all things accounting except for audit. So that's bookkeeping, payroll, um, uh, uh, tax returns, individual C-Corp, S-Corp, partnerships, all of the good things, all of that. If you have a question on if you need my service, just send me an email. And can we, we can probably attach my, um, I have a business line too. We can attach that on there too. They can shoot okay. me a text. So, okay. yeah. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. For, <laughs> sure. for sure. So, okay, okay, but wait, 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 wait. So, I just want to get one thing. So, you do everything but auditing, correct? I don't do audits. I do not like auditing. You don't now. do audits. Okay. I, I didn't know. I just wanted to clarify that because it's like, it was like, I do everything but audits, and then you kept going. And I was like, I don't want people to think like you don't do any of those other things. I want them specifically to Oh, I get what you're saying. Audit. Yes, yes, yes. So, I, I am not an auditor. Now, I do my best to make sure the records are as error-free as possible, but nothing is 100%. I am human. I still make mistakes, but I don't do, I don't perform audits. It is just, it's crazy though, because when I went to school, I thought I wanted to be an auditor. I did not want to be a tax person. Then I got offered a job with a tax firm and I was like, oof. Then I started doing taxes. I was like, oh, yes, this is why did I ever want to be an auditor? It's just a lot of, I mean, a lot of it is, all of it, accounting is a lot of repetition, but mm-hmm. yeah, audit, just, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so okay, so we've, we've talked about being an entrepreneur. We talked about you being a mom. We talked about you being a wife. Um, I guess, I guess the last thing we have to talk about is, um, well, we talked about you being, I said wife twice. We talked about you being an entrepreneur as well. I, I, I just got that. You sure it wasn't just Coke in that cup? I'm, po- I'm positive. I'm positive. I'm positive. I'm positive. Just Coke. Um, so, uh, I guess, I guess we can finally talk about, so, um, obviously the unfortunate events, Tyree Nichols. Okay, so Tyree Nichols, um, we had the unfortunate uh, situation that happened with him mm-hmm. in the Memphis Police Department, where um, they said everything but his name. They didn't even address him as a human being. Um, so, do we know if at the initial stop they ever pulled his driver's license or anything? No, they didn't. They didn't. I I, I watched it. Like all the all the videos that they they that they dropped, like video video one is the initial police stop. Um, well, for the for the most part, it it misses it misses like the very first first part of the interaction, but um, it, it's enough to let you know they never pulled his wallet because they said his wallet was in his back pocket, so mm. they didn't even have an idea who they were talking to. Mm. Um, that's one, um, and then uh, yeah, and then it proceeds from there to the second where he gets up, he he's able to escape, and then he flees. Um, he tries to go home doesn't make it all the way there before he's found again. And then uh, the rest of the rest of the videos have all of that altercation. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Definitely sad. But anyway, yeah. So 
So, yeah, so as as someone who is um, a, a law enforcement fan, like you're part of a law enforcement family, mm-hmm. how did how does that impact you, especially especially being black as well? Every day is something different, honestly. But specifically cases like these, I'm always on guard. Because you know what the narrative is. The narrative is cops then killed another black man. And they don't care who actually committed the crime. They just see cop. And so in their mind, all cops are bad. And so now they're out to get not only just the cops, but now the cops and their families. Usually around these times, mm-hmm. I see stuff online where like, you got to go burn their house down. And I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, we got kids. We innocent. We didn't have anything to do with that. Yeah. No. Thankfully, we live in a neighborhood um, for the most part that I think they um, they are cop supporters. We haven't had any any run-ins with any of them personally. So, um, mm-hmm. I didn't have any issues like with that, but it would be the outsiders um, mm-hmm. that would, you know, come into the neighborhood just looking for trouble. And I'm like, I remember once asking my husband, I was like, um, can we get bulletproof windows? <laughs> can we put flame retardant on the house or something? Because like, I would literally be like terrified to just be asleep. And I'm like, oh, the girls got to sleep in the room with me tonight because if something go down, I need them to be close so I can, you know, get them quickly and swiftly. And I sleep like really lightly. So if something go down, I'm going to hear it immediately. And mm-hmm. I can handle it from there. Like I don't have like proper training, but when it comes to my girls, oh, you would think that I was properly trained by mm-hmm. the SWAT team myself. <laughs> 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 so it's different you know, being on the other side of it. And, like, I knew what I was marrying into, kind of. Mm-hmm. But when when we first got married, it wasn't, there was nothing big happening. But, you know, the cases like George, For- George Floyd case, that one was crazy here um, in Arkansas, mm-hmm. in hometown. And it was close to home, like, close to my house. They were doing things, mm-hmm. burning things down, and just acting a fool. And I was literally terrified. So when this video, when news about this video coming out, I'm just like, oh, God, here we go again. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> but it really and... wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It wasn't. And a lot of times, I'm not even going to lie, I do shy away from um, telling people what my husband does because you never know who supports us and who doesn't because then they're like oh you are a, a pig lover and you know black blue lives don't matter whatever they be saying and I just be like yeah <laughs> yeah because like because I I'm I'm critical of of police but I'm critical of most organizations in general period <laughs> but but at the same but at the same time I recognize the need for that job because I don't want to can do it Firefighters, I don't want to do it. And like that's that's what it that's what it boils down to for me. Right. And a lot of the people who talking, they ain't never done this job and they ain't mm-hmm. never gonna be able to do the job. So it's like just hush. 
<laughs> yes, and you know what I'm saying like it's it's a it's a tough position to be in yes. because because sometimes sometimes it literally boils down to seconds and it's you or them. Yes, and that's what a lot of people don't realize. They always say, "Well, he should have done this and he should have done that." I'm like, okay, you don't really know now from the outside looking in. Yes, it looks like you know maybe this should have happened, but. We weren't the ones that were trained. Now, I'm not going to, okay, I can't say that. But, you know, just from the outside looking in, it can look that way. But you also have to think about these people did go through proper training. They probably would know a little bit more than you. It's like going into the doctor's office trying to tell the doctor how to do his job. But he went to school. He paid all his money. I think I would probably take his word over my own. Right, right. So, yes, as a wife, um, some days I'm like, do you want to find another job? (laughs) But I can't (laughs) tell him that. That's what he enjoys doing. Um, It's his passion, at least right now. He does have things, other things that he enjoys to do. But um, he likes his job. And I can't tell him, you know, to do something else just out of my own fear. You know what I'm saying? But as a wife, I I am scared sometimes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah and like my i think i think what makes this situation different is that it was us that did that to right us. right because i think i think if this was if this was any other way like it would have been bad like so cause, bad because i'm i'm watching the first video and the first video is this white officers pulling up to the scene where they're already engaging with them. And I'm like, that the that white officer is so lucky. We are all so lucky that he had to take care of the vehicle that was left there in the middle of the road. Because if he wouldn't have stayed there and then you go to the other clip and he's just there, he didn't even have to hit him. If he was just present, the whole outcome would have been completely different. Yeah. Like, the, like the reaction from everyone would have been horrible. Right, because you know, that if it had been a white cop, it would have fed into the narrative that they want to push out. You know what I'm saying? And they, whoever they is, but you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. So I mean, I hate to say it like that. That thankfully it wasn't him. That sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah, I I know, I know, but <laughs> like, cause cause that that video is is it's it's bad. Like that's that's bad. Like like it looks like it looks honestly like. Man, like when I when I look at like mafia movies, right, and they're like beating information out of somebody. Yeah, like that's, what it, that's what it looked like for information that didn't exist. Mm-hmm. It was crazy, for sure. I don't know if anybody watching this hasn't seen it, so I won't spoil it for you. But <laughs> don't watch it. You warned me not to watch it, and what I do? You went watch and watched it. it anyway, like. And and the thing is, like I have a I have a you know what I'm saying I have the video up on my channel on my YouTube channel, and yes, like I put I put a, I put I put a warning on the on the thumbnail itself. Then I take two to three minutes to say why I'm watching it, why you probably shouldn't watch it, and why you and another reason why you could watch it. And then about three minutes in, I go okay, so I'm gonna start this now. I tried to give people chance to get out the video. People just kept watching, and then somebody somebody wrote me somebody wrote me and said, "Yo, 
I, I know you put the warning on the thumbnail, but can, but can you blur the warning? I'm like, yo, the warning triggered you? I said, what, is this? <laughs> I, 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 what am I supposed to do? <laughs> Why you get triggered from a warning? I, I'm telling you it's bad. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Our, our curiosity gets the best of us. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Why are we so curious to see a live beating? Like what what draws us to that? Because <laughs> that was wild. I don't know what draw. I don't know what drew me to it. I, I have no idea. But I watched it. <laughs> so I, I put I put it like this. I put it like this. So just like just like when uh, Emmett Till's mother was like, "Yo, you need to watch this," right? Mm-hmm. I'm 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 thinking about it and I'm like, okay, like of the of the deaths that's that's happened, right? You know what I'm saying? I I only remember the ones I actually seen. True. Like with my eyes. So I remember George Floyd. I remember Tamir Rice because I watched that video. I remember I remember Sandra Bland because I watched that. I remember Trayvon Martin because I watched that. You know what I'm saying? Like what 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 information was available? I watched right, that right, right, yeah. the audio. Yeah, because it wasn't like there was a full video. Um, yeah, I did that. And then, um, and then this one, like I, it's going to stick with me forever and I'm going to remember it. And I'm, and I'm not saying that I'm saying that one, like remembering them to like always think of them and to like, in a way, like, like their humanity of, of it all. Like, Mm -hmm. so they're not just a name on a paper. Mm -hmm. Um, that's, that's one thing. And then the other, the other part of it is like, okay, I watched this. I, I now digested this energy. Now, what am I going to take it and use it towards? And I think a lot of people, they don't have enough like cognitive like power to actually go, okay, I've, I've got this thing. Instead of reacting, process it and go, okay, now what can I do? You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people go, well, what can we do? Like, not nah, like stop with the we, like just go, what can I do? And mm-hmm. if what I am doing is ends up do I do it with other people then great but you always need to come back to what am I doing to help better the situation help better right. the narrative help better my community you know what I'm saying like it, just the I part of it of it all mm. it's really a lot to take and I think you you did make a good point one thing that people fail to realize I mean maybe they realize and they just don't care but when you watch something like that it does become like a part of you at least for a little while so like you said okay what am I supposed to do with this energy because this obviously is some bad energy and I need to figure out what to do with it because I'm still trying to figure out the same thing why did I watch that because I knew what was going to happen I knew I was going to internalize this and it was going to make me feel away now like you said I'm like what am I supposed to do with it now <laughs> mm-hmm. so that's kind of like what I'm working on but mm. um now I just lost my train of thought. I just can't stop thinking about the video now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, but I, I guess I guess to um to end on a more um a more uh I guess like I guess I guess I guess uh, I'm trying a to lighter think like, note? Not well not not necessarily a lighter note, but I did I did want to get like your your I'm trying to think how to phrase the question. I, I want to phrase this question a certain way. Um, nah, I just want to ask it. I just want to ask because I, I don't have a good way to ask it. I okay. Don't have a good way to ask it. 
Um, and sometimes that's that's the way it is. Sometimes right. some things are best left un unsaid. Um, yeah, unsaid. <laughs> yes. Um, so I guess on a, on a lighter note, um, you know, uh, I do want to say like I am like praying for you and your family. You know what I'm saying, and all the and all the other officers like that aren't necessarily doing anything bad. They're just doing their day to day job, mm -hmm. stopping people from doing bad, bad things. things. Lord have mercy. I mean, sometimes they really aren't even stopping them. I guess it's just kind to uh, reprimand them so they won't continue to do it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes I, I, they don't get, you know, uh, they don't show up until the act has already been done. So it's like, mm -hmm. I couldn't stop them. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And anyway. I, yeah, they're not they're not superheroes like no, regular, and that's what a lot of people, people think. And I'm just like, man, if only y'all knew, it's a good thing y'all don't. But if only y'all knew the half of what they really went through, y'all only see what the public and the media wants y'all to see. And it's usually, you know, the media has its own um, narrative that it's trying to push. Like, oh, cops are bad. Uh, that's what they want you to believe, but that's like not the case. <laughs> No, no, I got, I, I got, I have numerous friends that are cops. Like, they're not bad people at all. Like, I, I'll go sit down and have a drink with them any day of the week. Like, they're not bad people. It's just sometimes good people get put in really bad situations, and there's no good option. Right. There's no good option. Mm, which kind of sucks. <laughs> Yeah. But yet again, it must not be too bad because you still have people um, wanting to join the force and applying to be on the team. So it must not be that bad. Because yeah. even after all of these, you know, media outlets and all these videos going out about cops, you still have people who want to grow up and be a cop. So yeah. can't be all that bad. I don't want to be a cop, but... <laughs> I ain't, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it either. I ain't doing it either. I ain't doing it either. Okay. All right. So we did plug blah 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 whoop whoop whoop. Okay. So what 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 last thing do you want to tell people? What is your last message you want to tell the people before we get up out of here? I don't know. I guess I can say because we really did spend a lot of time talking about um stepping out and doing your thing. Like seriously, if something is bugging you. And it's been on your mind about in regards to, you know, stepping out and starting your own business or something like that. Just do it because that that feeling, that little, what is it called? It's like a, it's just like a little bug. It's just like it won't go away. It ain't going to go away until you act on it. And I'm not going to lie. It ain't going to be pretty. It's not. But. Mm -hmm the rewards will be so much greater um, once you step out and you start um, what am I trying to say? Like investing into yourself. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 194 with Sia Cunnings. Uh, I, I just want to thank you for coming through. You know what I'm saying? It was nice <laughs> to catch up with you. Right, it took a minute, but we made it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, all right, y'all. Y'all have a good one, and uh, we're up out of here. Peace.